I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. The podcast you're about to listen to deals with some pretty intense subject matter, and we sometimes have a potty mouth. So, listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Sick Boy, a podcast where we talk about what it's like to be sick. My name is Jeremy Saunders. I live with cystic fibrosis. So let's talk about it. Should I be coughing directly into the mic to uh, every time? To, yeah. Every time. <laughs> Whoa, dude, that sounded exactly like the intro. Why the fuck do we even have that cough on the intro when we've got a professional? That's right. In our midst, do it again. CF calf. But Jeremy, what is CF? <laughs> nice transition. <laughs> Flawless, Kenny. All right. Hi, everyone. Uh, you are listening to Sick Boy. I'm your host, Jeremy Saunders. First off, let me thank all of you for tuning in. Let me thank you two for sitting here with me. I'm pointing at you and no one can see that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is a podcast in where each episode we cover a different disease. And we chat with someone living with that disease in the hopes of dispelling any and all stigma that comes with the territory of being sick. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about cystic fibrosis. And I guess technically because I have cystic fibrosis. That doesn't really make me the host. That makes me the guest. And I am lucky enough to be joined by my two very good buddies, Taylor and Brian. But uh, today, I think you guys take the the role of host. <laughs> which means which means you've got to say something. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. I mean... Introduce yourselves. Uh, so, so I'm Taylor and, uh, I've known Jeremy for, uh, for five, almost five years. All right. So now that nap time is over, Brian, what do you have to say? Uh, my name is Brian. Um, <laughs> I've known Jeremy for a while, but, but we weren't, <laughs> fuck you guys. This is my time. Okay. Now, would you two say, uh, that you are perfect specimens? I mean, I'm looking at you right now and I don't think I can see a single thing wrong with either of you. Have you ever had a cold in your life? I can't remember the last time I had a cold, actually. Yeah. I get really sweaty palms. <laughs> okay. I actually, I was that, just... I, think, I actually think that's a, like a actual, legit, diagnosable thing. I was listening to... Anyway, whatever. Now I feel bad because I was lying. Yeah, yeah, you're lying. So all those people out there who have sweaty palms, we're going to have to get a sweaty palm person oh, no. on for episode three. And Taylor's dick gets really red. <laughs> We'll cut that only we'll after cut that only after yeah. bouts of of strenuous sexual activity. <laughs> only when he's on a only when he's but, on a seven week but, tear. Um, but one of the things that one of the things I was going to say is is that one thing that you mentioned that really stuck with me about doing this podcast was that it's not going to be a conversation about the medical diagnosis it's not going to be the 
the clinical um, definitions and what what word am I looking for? Clinical vocabulary. Yeah, um, it's just a couple of people it, you know? just breaking down what it's like to live yeah. with a disease in layman's terms. Layman's like, term. I could not sit here and tell you what CF is. Uh, well, I could, but I mean, w- w- what I would tell you, I'm sure there would be a doctor out there that would go, well... Not really. Yeah, that's not really what's happening. So if you are listening and you are a doctor or you are a specialist of any sort, um, and I say anything that uh, doesn't make sense, uh, I don't care. Don't don't, don't tell me. Don't comment. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't tell us. I I was really excited about this podcast because I was looking forward to um, asking Jeremy some of the questions that I've I've wanted to ask him in the past. Um, but felt like we w- had already bypassed that point in our relationship where I could where I could be open about his um, cystic fibrosis with him. So, Jeremy, why don't you tell us a little bit about what cystic fibrosis is for the for those people out there who don't know? Yeah, so I- I'm assuming there's a lot of people who don't know. Um, at-, at least it seems like most people that I've met throughout my life, when they find out that I have CF, they're like, oh, I don't really know what that is. I've heard of it a lot, but I don't actually know what it is um so essentially it's a it's a a genetic lung disease um that can also affect other parts of your body but broken down into super super layman's terms uh my body doesn't have the ability to break down mucus so my lungs are constantly full of mucus which causes me to cough incessantly uh my pancreas is super full of mucus and that doesn't give my body the ability to uh, break down food. So I don't, I don't actually have the enzymes that your body needs to, to digest your food. Um, Those are like the two big, those are the two ones that like really fuck up my day. The rest of the stuff is kind of like, uh, there's a whole bunch of other stuff that comes with CF. And uh, it's funny because when, when I, when I met you, we were, we were originally competing against each other in in a sport that required lung capacity. Yeah. So when you found out I had CF, that must you were have kicking really, my ass. That must have really sucked. <laughs> we got off track. But, but what are what are some of the some of the side effects of of having CF? Yeah. There's a, there's a whole bunch of them. There's is the side one, effects the right word yeah, or is it? A, 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 I think symptoms. Symptoms. Side, side effects. Side effects. Side, side effects, are, side effects are, of yeah. heaven. Side effects come with drugs, I think. Uh, so some of the side effects of cystic fibrosis. Are, symptoms. Um, well, the, right, you know, you, you've got the you've got the basic ones that uh, if you are so here's here's something interesting. Some CF patients aren't directly affected in both the lungs and the digestive system. Some people only have the lung side of it. Some people have both. Some people only have the digestive side of it. Um, for me, I have both. So the way that I like to break it down is that there are there's a bunch of pros to having CF and also a bunch of cons. So like the cons, the shitty parts of CF would be that I have to take medication every time I eat. I take about 40 pills a day. Um, I cough all the time. My lungs are constantly full of fluid. So I'm I'm all I'm always essentially drowning in my own in my own lungs. Um, so I'm coughing to clear out the fluid that's that's blocking me up. Um, I can get dehydrated really quickly. I lose a lot of salt through my skin. Like my my sodium chloride channels are all out of whack. Um, 
one little interesting thing about that is my skin tastes super salty. It's like crazy, crazy salty skin. Uh, and I'm pretty sure that's pretty common with all CF patients. Like you need to salt your food a lot. I, I... Yeah. yeah, 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 legit. So like I, I, when I sweat, I lose huge amounts of salt. So McDonald's fries are okay. All day, every day. <laughs> McDonald's. Um, but some of the perks uh, are because I can't really, I, like I suffer from like malnutrition essentially. Um, I can eat whatever the hell I want and I won't gain a single pound. It's friggin' awesome. Uh, essentially, <laughs> I'm trying to like, main, my thing is like not lose weight. It's like maintain weight. And try to try my darndest to gain it, but probably won't be gaining much. So you have a six pack? Uh got a crazy six pack. That's also a perk of CF. Not because I can't eat, or not because I can't um pack on the pounds, <laughs> from but coughing, because I'm coughing from so coughing much. It. Dude, I cough so much that my that I have a the body of a Greek god. We're gonna we're gonna chuck a picture of Jeremy's lying. body up on the on the <laughs> website. So any ladies wanna check it out? Any dudes wanna check it out? Just like I'm a welcome. shot of like, just a shot of like Channing Tatum. But actually, though, not no jokes aside, uh, CF patients have wicked crazy abs. It's pretty sweet, which increases increases their dick size. Uh, that is that comes natural. Yeah, that's a natural. That's a natural. Yeah, is that is that a CF thing or is that just or is that just you? It's a CF thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> another another perk is that. Uh, now, some people might not see this as a perk. I absolutely do because I have no intention of having kids ever. Uh, I'm ni- I think it's like 98% of, of CF patients are sterile. So Yeah, that's a swing one for sure. Yeah. So I'm, I dig it. As soon as I found out, I was like, hell yes. Because I had a couple of like pregnancy scares in high school and, and like early university. And I looked back at those moments being like, what? it was some other <laughs> dude. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then you're like, and then that's like, wh- wait, uh, wait, what? what? <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. Uh, but yeah, so the birth, the birth, um, birth control department, all good. All good in the hood. I still have sperm. If I it, like, if I wanted to have a kid, I could. M- my sperm are just locked in my in my balls. Wait. Yeah, mm. I know. Wrap your head around it. So, so you could do like in vitro, or yeah, I would have. Is that what it's they, called? Yeah, 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 but yeah. like when they you, would have to like, like when you orgasm. So yeah, when I when I I think the proper term is ejaculate. Um, <laughs> it's so when you when you ejaculate, it's a mixture of the contents of your of your scrotum uh, and your prostate. So I only have the prostate juice come out. Can you say that a little bit less scientifically so I can understand a little better? When I jizz, so there's when two j- parts and one part's missing and the other part of the jizz okay, comes in. Thank my you, ball thank jizz you. stays, you're, stays you're, in my balls. Your layman, my prostate jizz your comes terms. all... Goes everywhere. Your layman's terms weren't coming across clearly enough, so I just wanted to get a little, <laughs> a little more intelligent conversation on that. So Definitely. is is the load size then? Yeah, doubled in the prostate, so you still have like a regular nope. size. No, load. I got you like got a, half I got, a load. Yeah, I get this like little like. Uh, so my my how many gonna say Dude, my cum? I like yeah, I'm not gonna say ejaculate. Yeah. That's sort of, yeah, you're my, right. I'm not a cum. Totally. Is, my, cum. cum is, my cum is very salty. Probably, I don't know. I've never tasted it, uh, but Taylor, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Uh, my cum Ba-da-bum-tsh. is is very. Uh, it's very. I guess like it's not v- viscous. It's not like sticky. 
It's not. It's not thick. It's very like. It's light. It's very very light. Easy to I've, clean up. Yeah. Low. Uh. Low fat. Like gum. like if it came in a bottle, it'd be like. If it came in like a bottle, it would look light. like it would look like uh, it would look like coconut water. <laughs> oh. Okay. Yeah, it's like it's very like watery. <laughs> oh man. Oh god. Okay. <laughs> I think we can keep some of yeah, this, we but can, some yeah, of this no. we gotta take out. <laughs> but uh <laughs> but, we could really But any anyway, the the thing that most people who, who have heard about CF and know something about it, they usually know that it um lowers your life expectancy. So it actually people with CF are expected to to die sooner than somebody without. So I found that really hard to approach when you know that th- somebody has a fa- fatal disease then it kind of makes it more of a sensitive topic i mean a lot more sensitive it just yeah, kind of totally. makes it a bummer to talk to yeah 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 and i'm always talking about it i know god and that's the thing you're you're such a positive guy so it it kind of makes when you um positive energy is really infectious and when you're having such a great time with someone how do you bring up the conversation of oh dude like, tell me about your CF. But tell me about dying soon. So yeah, I'm having such a good time. Tell me about. I think dying. that's a really interesting thing to bring up because it's really admirable that it's not something that like, like uh, you know, you wear on your sleeve. Like, hey, every, like, look at me. I'm dealing with this and da 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 da. And you you don't let it like dominate, you know, your your entire experience. You know, when we even though it does, yeah, like, even though it does dominate my entire experience, because like honestly. Ev- almost everything that I do, it's in the background. Yeah, you know what I mean. Uh, but that's one of that's one of the funny things about. I mean, it's in my background, and that's yeah. what's interesting about cystic fibrosis is that it's like it's a invisible disability. Um, you might notice that I cough a ton, but most people will go, "Oh, that guy, that guy smokes a shit ton of cigarettes," or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, or that guy's really sick with a really shitty cold or something you know um i just kind of want to bring it back to to what you're saying jeremy about about not like it's always there it's always in the background and and how does that how does that weight on you throughout your life is there experiences where you've you've really had this kind of overcoming feeling of like fuck i've got this i've got this shit that i just have to deal with all the time is there experiences that you just think of off the top of your head that that you you felt like maybe it was too much or maybe like or or maybe that you had overcome it like i don't know yeah well growing up like especially in my youth when i was quite young like the 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 fact that i had to take medication every single time i ate um and if I didn't, it would like ruin my day for the next couple of days. Uh, it was a huge pain in the ass. So there was a point in my life where I was actually um, throwing my medication into the garbage because I was like, "Screw this! I don't have to. I'm not taking. I don't. Need I, don't this. I don't need this. Yeah, I can figure out a way to to digest my food without taking these stupid pills." Um, and my parents would like find like paper towel crunched up in the garbage with my pills in them. Uh, and that obviously led to some like mm. super drastic issue, medical issues yeah. uh, that I had to deal with. And it was like moments like like those, you know, where I'm laying in a hospital bed because I didn't take my meds going. Ugh, and like how long would is... you go with like doing that? Like at a Well, as long as I could before I would have to go to the literally have to go live in a hospital oh. for two weeks. And was this stage in your life like like a couple months or a no, couple it years? Was, it or... lasted quite a while. 
Um, and it would like come and go. It's funny because when I think back, like one of my earliest memories of having cystic fibrosis is I was super, super young, like four or maybe three. Like, I don't how, what's, how early can you have a memory? I don't, I don't even know. Three, but, I feel like is my yeah. earliest. So maybe like three years old. I mean, it was, it was a long, 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 long time ago. And I remember my parents had their friends over and they were so jazzed about the, my ability to take like a fistful of pills and swallow them in one gulp of like juice. So, so that was like would, your act in front like, of your Yeah, your, your yeah, parents, like you friends. know kids kids like will set up like a boombox and they'll come out and like lip sync and dance. My parents were like, "Hey Jer, hey Jeremy, go get go get a fistful of pills." <laughs> and I'd come out and like show the adults how many pills I could down in one one gulp. Um but like legit, that's I would just I I wouldn't think about it. It was just part of my life. I would just down these the, this huge, you know, handful of pills. So, yeah. so you had, you had this, um, you had this kind of experience when you're younger and then you said when you're older again, you kind of went back to that rebellious, I, I'm trying to find a way to manage this yeah. disease type thing. What, and how old were you when, when you came to that phase? Yeah. So like the skipping the pills and, and that whole thing was when I was pretty young. And then when I got to my teens, uh, and smoking weed was like a, a thing, um, I, I knew, yeah, like I knew, okay, don't ever smoke cigarettes. But then I was like, okay, well, everyone's smoking weed though. So, uh, so I started smoking, uh, smoking pot and, um, and it was awesome. Uh, but I definitely felt it making a difference in my lungs and yeah, I was a teen. I was like, I don't give a shit, whatever. I'll smoke weed. Smoke weed every day, and like we had. Pretty sure I was listening to <laughs> Chronic Two Thousand One. Chronic at that time, yeah, Doctor like, Dre legit, was legit, yeah, for sure. Uh, eventually, I, I, you know, I just learned like, okay, absolutely can't, yeah, handle this and, anymore. And that, like that, um, that you that you talked about how, you know, that was that's like a, a kind of way for you at that age to kind of be like, this doesn't, you know, this disease won't control me. It's not going to tell me what to do. Yeah, and I, I always I always have felt like that, and I still do feel like that. But manifest uh, in different ways. Yeah, manifested in different ways, and I, you know, I'm I'm mature enough now to look at that and go, yeah, and well, you yeah, that's not worth. Yeah, you know. yeah. You almost need to have this <coughs> appreciation for it too, right? Because this is happening to your body, and and ultimately, you need to manage that, right? And and you need to respect the fact that you need to take care of yourself. Yeah, yeah, and that was a good reminder. Uh, you know, having that experience with smoking the joint and just getting rocked, you know, it was a good reminder that, oh yeah, my lungs aren't, aren't as good as yours or Taylor's, you know? And, and did it affect your, your relationships? I mean, you're married now, but. Yeah. Got a wife. (laughs) Got a wife. Wife for life. Tricked her. She doesn't even know I have CF yet. Taking pills under the table, <laughs> but like the uh, the that's a good point though on the relationships. Um, like, how do your friends? How do your friends take that at that age? You know, when when it's so hard to conceptualize for kids that like, whoa, like he's gonna die or or he's gonna die earlier than me or whatever or you know, whatever you're dealing with. You know, yeah, I don't even know. I don't even know how. Like, I don't even know what my friends thought back in the day when I was younger. There was a lot of shame and a lot of embarrassment that came with cystic fibrosis, so I tried to hide it as best I could. Uh, but there was always that core group of people that knew 
that always knew that I had it. But we never really talked about it when I was younger. Yeah, it's just kind of like that's what you have. And it was just yeah, that. it was just like that's what Jeremy's got, and because uh, you've got we so much it. other stuff to to talk about when you're yeah, that age, like <laughs> trying <laughs> to touch a boob, you know, or whatever. Nobody <laughs> uh, to get but, that first boob. Yeah. But but that being said, like, but I, what would what would you? Sorry, go ahead. I was gonna say I do remember one, one memory I do have is uh, is I was I. You know, we were on the school bus and and uh, being rowdy on the school bus and got into like a sort of a verbal, um, a verbal like fight with a with a friend of mine, someone I knew who was a friend, and uh, one of his shots at me was he called me disease boy, no. and that ended the conversation. Whoa, that's like, oh yeah, yeah, his name's <laughs> that's like the most heartless. His name, his name is Alex Pudsey. <laughs> Hey, no, his name is Alex Pudsey. If if Alex ever listens to this, I don't know if he'll if he'll remember it. He's you know he's he's a good guy. Alex is a good guy, but uh, but that was his like. Oh, okay, we're we're like we're taking shots at each other. You're shut up, disease boy. And it was like. And what what age was this? Uh, this would have been in like junior high. Okay. And so, so I like, didn't, smart I didn't make enough, it, but also dumb. Oh enough. yeah, no, no. It was definitely like I'm going to stab him. I'm yeah, going to yeah. give him a good shot. Yeah. And and it it did it, it it got me right in the heart. And, uh, but I, I didn't let it show. At least I don't think I let it show. I was like, oh, ha. you just, yeah. you just cried for an extended period of time <laughs> yeah, at the yeah, back exactly. of the bus. Yeah, I just turned around and started weeping. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like self-defense mechanism. <laughs> it was that, I think that was, you know, that was my, that was a time where I realized like, oh yeah, this is something that I can't hide. Hi, I'm Jesse Crookshank. Jesse Crookshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout. Because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl, yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. You know, everyone knows that I have this thing, and... I'm standing around trying to pretend that I don't have it or trying to make it look like I don't have it. And al- although that that stab really hurt when Alex said that, uh, it was one of the moments that I can remember saying, fuck this. I'm going to I'm just going to I'm just going to talk about it. Own it. I'm going to own living with this. Uh, yeah, I am dis- like I am disease boy. <laughs> you're sick boy. I yeah, am yeah. sick boy. Yeah. So, uh, so thank you for that, Alex. If you're listening to this, I think that that talking, going back to when you're like three years old and you have this first memory of CF and taking medication, I think that's a that's a good segue into some of like the the uh, chronology of your experience with CF and like you know we were talking you know, last week about. The first time that uh, that you found out that CF was, you know, like a like you know super serious and mm. was a was a was a uh, a terminal illness. Yeah. So like uh, for a, a good chunk of period of my of my life, cystic fibrosis was just this thing that I had to deal with, and it was just part of my life and whatever. Um, you know, I was dealing with, at that same time. I was dealing with the can't swallow the pills thing, but other than that, it was like okay, well, this is what I have. I live with this. And I know that not everyone has it. And it was, it was, uh, it was just, it was okay. Um, but then when I was eight, nine, maybe 10, I found, I found this pamphlet, uh, that was all about cystic fibrosis. And it wasn't like a, for children. It wasn't like a, Hey, this is, this is for a kid to, 
to tell them what this disease is about. Was it like at the clinic? Yeah, it was like at the. It was just like a all about CF pamphlet for anyone. And one of the, um, one of the pieces of information that was on the pamphlet essentially said the life expectancy of someone with cystic fibrosis is 30 years old. And when I read that, I did like, I couldn't comprehend it at first. And it was, this was a very like personal moment. I was by myself. I wasn't with anyone. And I had to sit there and digest that for however long I sat there and digest. And it was like, I was just filled with this feeling of rage. It's one of the only times that I can honestly remember feeling like this isn't fair. I was just so angry. I just couldn't believe it. And, and I think I was really angry because my parents didn't tell me that. And, but I never brought it up to them. I never mentioned it once. So, so like when, like as you, as you aged, your your mom or your dad or or both I imagine, but they never they never like gave you like the way they're like gonna sit you down and talk no. to you about using condoms when no. you have sex. They're not nope. like I mean I I can imagine it's probably really difficult to to kind of explain what an outcome of a situation is to somebody who's eight years old because when I was eight years old I never thought of the cause and then the effect what will happen later. You knew like you said you had this disease that was affecting your lungs or you had to take these pills. But that's kind of, it sounds like that's a time when you kind of digested that, okay, all of this stuff that I've had to do up until this point is because of this outcome. Is all going to lead to this one day where I'm not going to be here and that day is coming way shorter than everyone else's. It's so hard to wrap your head around age at that at that point anyway, but yeah. know, but knowing that like there's like a, even though even though that might be hard to conceptualize, knowing that there's like a, there's like a someone's telling you that like this is this is when it will. Yeah, and how do you and how do you handle that as an eight year old? How did you how did you take that? Like how did you? Well, I what I react? did was I just buried it. Like I I literally took that. I I couldn't tell you because I can't really remember what other than like feeling really angry. I couldn't tell you what happened after that, and I buried that info. And the way my parents found out that I knew was in like grade six, so I was maybe eleven. Uh, we had a project where we had to write an, an autobiography. And in my autobiography, I was saying, I live with cystic fibrosis. That means that I'm going to die when I'm 30. And my parents got it, like, and, and I got like an A plus, right? Like I was, I was kind of, a sh- I was kind of a shitty student. So, you know, if I got, if I got like, um, like a, a good grade, I was super stoked. Were you milking it? There for the grade though, or were, was that just a byproduct <laughs> or, or of like? They, or did they give it? Yeah, I was like, I'm gonna play the disability card on this one <laughs> and try to nail it out of the park. No, so I I got it back and I was super stoked that I got this really good grade and I brought it to my parents and I gave it to them and uh, and my mom told me this story before she she took it and she was reading through it and she came to that point essentially that said I'm gonna die with this disease and she had no idea that I knew. Oh, and she like totally broke down. Like it was, it was like this. It was, it it was the same moment for her that was that I had when I found out that I was going to die. Not that she was finding out; she knew, mm-hmm. but it was it was like similar to her. It's like the whoa, re- the reality that you he knows. That you know how come we never had this talk? Because according to them, my parents, the, the doctors essentially told them, don't don't tell them. 
Don't tell Jeremy about it. Why though? Which is super, I, I don't, super, I don't, I don't super interesting tactic. If weird. there's any doctors out there telling parents that, don't then... do. Yeah, don't do that. Do not like talk to your kids asap about the idea of mortality. We don't give and, like, kids enough credit. But at the same time, I, but that, at the same know? time, I, I do understand. I, you know, I'm I'm not. I I agree. I agree that they should have that conversation. But at the same time, I I kind of especially especially you know things of a you know this would have been in nineteen eighty eight. You're born. Yeah. So like. You know, different times. I mean, you know, different strategies, different yeah, like tactics. Ninety six, I probably would have found out. Yeah, I mean, you know, you never know. I mean, but at the same time, at, at that, I can kind of wrap my head around why they might think that they shouldn't tell you in a way. I, I don't know. It's I, very, well, it's very interesting. They, to they me. told them not to tell me, and and they they said because when he finds out, he'll come to you for with questions. Mm. But I never did. Yeah. And um, I mean, this you know, we don't have to get deep into this, but. Later on in my life, when I grew up and turned into an adult and started reflecting on my life, I started realizing like, oh, I treated my mom like a piece of shit throughout high school because I was like so angry at her for not telling me this thing. Mm. And I've never forgave them for that. Yeah. Which I have now. I have forgiven them. And, you know, rightfully so. And they didn't know, you know, they were they were young parents they had no idea yeah flying by the seat of their parents trying to figure that so you had so well we we talked about we talked about your relationships with friends and and going through through school having the experience um really getting to grips with having cystic fibrosis and then owning it but then how did that transition into your relationships or your relationship with your wife now like how did you meet her how uh, i mean you go through a dating phase yeah then you then you have to start to reveal things about yourself that you think might change the way that they might feel about you so essentially uh yeah my like my whole dating life was was pretty standard i had a i had like a high school sweetheart uh she knew right off the bat we were together for like three or four years um and and like I kind of like relied on her to like make sure that I was I was like taking care of myself. Like she would like carry my pills with her, like in her purse and stuff. And I was like, Oh yeah, this is sweet. I don't have to like I don't have to do this shit. I can just give my pills to her. Uh but she was she was a sweetheart and she was awesome about it. Um so so my, like and that was that was one of the first relationships I ever had. And it was great because I was so comfortable with her and my CF. Um, and then we broke up, um, and in the transition of me and her breaking up, I was seeing some people, I was starting to see Bridie, who is now my current, currently my wife. Um, and in that period of time, I was like trying to kind of not, not hide it, but I wasn't talking about it. I wasn't like, Hey, what's up? I'm Jeremy. I have CF. Want to go back to my place you know like it that was, doesn't work no well i don't know maybe i never i actually never full disclosure i never used the cf card to get laid not even once not once no uh and now you're married nah. and now you can never we'll do never it again um, this might be the worst thing that i could possibly say in this moment please but say it would you say that cf is the equivalent of like yolo 
Oh my god! Oh <laughs> I my told god. you it might be the worst thing that I mean, but like, but like you only live once. So I've got CF. Oh, that, but like, absolutely, one hundred percent. Like as stu- I wanna, as take stu- back that you. Know, as, no, 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 no. You keep that in. <laughs> oh, fuck as that. stupid as that question was. <laughs> but you know where you I'm coming cannot, out with. You know stays, where I'm coming. This at. stays. Yeah. This stays in the podcast. Fuck this. As, I'm taking no, this. No, cut. no, 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 no. As dumb as you phrase that question, <laughs> keep you keep. You are absolutely right. Remind me. One hundred percent. Because as stupid as YOLO is as, a, as like a social enigma. The fact that you it, actually use that word in a sentence. I real? prefaced it. I knew what was coming. <laughs> it actually in. does. Like the concept actually does make sense. Just not to house. No, but it's no, so no, silly. But what, I mean, what I mean is bro, bro, you said bro, bro, that you didn't. Bro, 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 bro. It's so yellow. It's so, so <laughs> Fuck yellow. Off. CF is but, so yellow. You know, Hashtag but you, yellow. You know, you know that. You know what I mean? Like we, you, you use it in the sense that I'm going to hashtag this part. But, uh, um, <laughs> You use it in the sense that, like, you say that you don't use the card. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> but you, you say that you say that you've never used a CF card. But it's kind of in the fact, like, that. Oh man, I've got CF. Like, how many times are you gonna get a chance to do this? You know, and you never yeah. use that once. <clears throat> no, <clears throat> not in <clears throat> not in the realm of trying to get laid. I guess that makes you like um, a like a decent human. But yeah. you, but. Yeah, you but, always yeah. fucking use it on like Taylor and I. When uh, yeah, you're... always, always. So, so this is a good. Oh, this is, a go- this is a great I w- I example. Would, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever, and this goes out to anyone who lives with any illness. It, it's so great to guilt your friends. Do into, not exploit it. Oh no, 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 exploit the shit out of this. When your friends don't, don't want to go out you. and like have a good time, you know you're feeling like you want to go have a few drinks shoot some pool or do like whatever it is you do for fun and your friends are like oh, I don't know we're kind of tired definitely pull out the guys I have CF and I'm gonna die soon and you're saying no and you you're know saying what? no to spend time with me because you know the time is limited and you know what's fucked That's about that you know what's, yeah, you know what's interesting for you, but it's awesome for me because you, you dummies fall for it oh oh no I didn't fall for it and, and this is one specific time and I'd like to touch on that I think you but, did I but think at, you the did time, at the same time at the same time it was my birthday it was like, your the birthday the day that like the day that I get reminded every year that I probably won't have many of those days left. But you know what? You know what? You know what? As 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 fucked up as fucked up as it is to like guilt somebody with a terminal with your terminal illness to come out and get wasted with you, it is it is it is it does speak to how comfortable yeah. a couple of friends can yeah. be with each other yeah, exactly. to to like to like throw that out there and me to know that. You're joking, <laughs> but but I'm, not I'm, really. But not really. Like I am joking, but not not fully. So so when I asked Bridie when I asked Bridie to marry me, um, she said no, and then uh, five minutes later I came back but and I've said, "Listen, I'm only gonna be alive." <laughs> For like another ten years, you can manage to hold out for ten years. This is only like a this is only like a medium yes. length relationship. But but that's an, that's another so question I had. That's we a, we totally went way off track. But to come back to what your question was, yellow the yellow question is that yeah, like that that as oh, it's so like dumb of a word that is it 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 it, it describes perfectly how how I choose to live my life. And and I do think it is a driving factor in why I got married at the age of twenty three. I was going to ask that. Did mm-hmm. you find that you feel this necessity? Not necessity. Maybe that's too strong of a word. But this this kind of urge to to experience things faster. Absolutely. Mm. Yeah, one hundred percent. And and 
and I don't think that that was a conscious decision. It was something that I, I referred, it was something that I, one day I took a step back and I looked at what I've done with my life up until this point and realized, oh my God, I'm, I'm just trying to cram life like a full span of like an 80-year-old person's life into 40 years. Um, so, yeah, when I asked Bridie to marry me, it wasn't on my mind that like, oh, I'm running out of time. It was, it was on my mind was I love you and I want to spend the rest of my life with you. But subconsciously, mm-hmm. I was definitely going, I love you and I want to spend the rest of my life with you, but I don't have a lot of time. If I didn't have CF, I probably wouldn't be asking you this right now. I'd probably wait a number of years. But fuck it. Let's do this now. Yeah. It's, you know? it's pushing you forward to make those yeah. kind of like those more, I don't want to say like mature adult decisions because obviously marriage isn't for everybody. What all, you know, all those things. But, you know, it's, you know, it, your, your love is almost like, you know, expedited t- because of this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of segueing into something that I was talking with Brian about today um, on kind of one of these topics of one of the questions that we had, which was like, what is one of the scariest things that's kind of happened to you with CF? And I, and I almost know that this can't be it because I'm sure that there's been other times that I'm don't know about. Um, but when we were in Brazil and I can't remember if it was the first or second oh, time yeah. we went together and you had like trouble getting medication and you were like on the brink of running out. Yeah. Oh, it was no. a bit of an issue. Yeah. Um, but that was that that definitely wasn't the scariest moment. The, probably the, the scariest moment, and this is kind of gross, but uh, back when I was in my rebellious stage of being a kid and throwing my pills out, um, I had a I had I would go through all these bowel obstructions. So like I would I would eat food, eat food, eat food. My body wouldn't break down the food, and then it would just like like jam up my my bunghole. And so <laughs> I, to get that fixed, I would go in. They would give me like an enema. They would like give me like you know, fluids or whatever. And then I'd be out of the hospital in like a week or two. Uh, so this happened just a cool week or two, just a cool animal week or two. (laughs) But so, so I would have these, um, I would have these bowel obstructions over and over and over again because I was throwing my pills out. Uh, and then one time I was having the signs of a bowel obstruction. Uh, so my mom took me into the hospital and they did their routine and they're like, yeah, he should be good. It, it's a little different this time, but he should be good. Just send him home. And I went home, didn't clear up. My stomach was still killed. Like just the most intense stomach pain you can possibly imagine. My mom took me back. Same thing. They sent me home. So third time we go back, my mom's like, he's not leaving until you figure out what the hell's going on inside him. So they they did some sort of scan or whatever to look inside my belly. And they figured out that my I had this thing called intestaception. And which is super crazy because only like infants and like really old people get intestception. Dude, I thought that was a movie with Leonardo DiCaprio. That's that's it, the exa- it, exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. I had Inception. I was having crazy ass. What's dreams. the girl from here's name? Intestception. In, in I, you know, I'm not. I'm probably not even fucking pronouncing it right. In, I can't in, even intestine, say that word Intestine. It, may, it kind of makes sense, actually. When I tell you, you're going to be like, oh, yeah, it's kind of like Inception. It's, it's kind of like, exactly so like an intestine in an intestine. It is. That is it. That is actually Whoa, it. That's exactly so, what Inception is, so, just with dreams. So what happened was my my large intestine detached from my small intestine and started ro- the, the large intestine started rolling itself in on itself, kind of like how you'd roll up socks. 
So it was eating itself. It was like swallowing itself. Huge deal. So I had to go in for this like emergency procedure where they were like, we're going to try to essentially massage this out with what's called a barium enema. If there's anything that you can avoid in your life, <laughs> make it a barium enema because Ooh, the that barium sounds serious. It was awful. Not only was it the scariest moment of my life in CF, it was also my most embarrassing moment. Because you're like 16, 17. Uh, no, no, no. At this point, I'm I'm probably uh, what was I? I was probably about 14. 14. So like I maybe had like mm, I was like just getting busy. You yeah. know, I was just getting sexual yeah, uh, and nothing crazy, but like hormones are running wild, running, running rampant. And I remember coming in to do this barium enema and I've got the most gorgeous oh, doctor. No. Oh no. She's like, <sighs> she must be like 25. Like enema of the state, like Blink-182 uh, cover album <laughs> yeah, with that nurse. Yeah, it was, it, it was like, it was, school. it was like a fantasy. Yeah. Honestly, I was like, oh my God, this is, a, this is amazing. This is my doctor. Amazing until, on a set. until she pulls out this like giant tube with a balloon oh attached to it. And then she has to stick that thing <laughs> up oh. my butt. And then they have to blow the balloon up so that the thing doesn't like fall out of my ass. Oh my God. So I'm I'm sitting there looking at this lady and like, you know, I'm in a I'm in a what do you call it? A Johnny? Like a like one of the assless. Like a, like one of the, yeah, like a, a like an apron. Skirts? Yeah, yeah. Like skirts. one of those what are the hospital skirt. Gown. Yeah. A gown. gown. Yeah, hospital gown. <laughs> Thank you. That's God. Right. Oh my gosh. So anyway, I'm wearing a gown and like, you know my 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 dick's all like like I'm so embarrassed. I'm so like oh cold on this like table. It's I'm, inverted. I, yeah, it's like basically inside <laughs> it's me. It's re-rolled itself in the intestine. And, and I'm like, like 14, so like my biggest too. fear is like <laughs> like you know this this hot doctor looking at me going like oh this, this little this kid's got a small dick. <laughs> like that's what I'm scared of. I, I can't believe you didn't pull the CF. <laughs> Card out there to get laid. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like if you were gonna use it once, that's a criminal that act. <laughs> yeah, that, that he's fourteen. Been, it would have been super weird. Super weird, Brian. You shouldn't Come have went on, there. Brian. You shouldn't have went I'm there. Cut, this part out yeah, too. cut that part out. No, don't cut it out. That's what yellow, makes it dude. Yellow. Uh, yeah. Hashtag. Yeah, and so and then and then so it doesn't. It gets worse than that. So so not only do I have this giant tube up my butt, balloon inflated, hot doctor lady doing this pumping me full of barium they ask you to stand up and walk around she says what all right are you serious all right you're full uh we're not done yet so you need you to go to the bathroom over there <laughs> empty out and come back oh man i was so fucking I around stand, no i it so she pulls the thing out and i don't know have you ever had an enema uh an accidental yeah, one actually, by okay. a uh, by a jacuzzi okay so okay so, In the so no so no because you definitely didn't have enough in you, so it was powerful. Fe- have you had one? I had I had one at uh, an Ayurvedic place in India. Okay, there you go. Where, where some small man poured hot water through a tube into my asshole. So it, there's no feeling like nice. it to stand up and be so full of liquid that I don't know about you, but when I started walking, did it go slush slosh? Slush, no, no, slush. you're it just went, loose. It, went, it's just, it just oh. started coming out. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't oh, even yeah. hold it. You, I couldn't even bring it to the bathroom. And it's it, it, barium looks like milk. So I'm just oh God, I'm just dude. spraying milk out of out of my butt in front of this beautiful woman. Get graphic. It was the most 
Can you describe <laughs> the? Yeah, I actually don't even know. Mold. What was the consistency? What was the viscosity to, of, no of the barium? We're going to be able to keep this. Oh, but, this is anyway, the best. Anyway, this is the best part. Anyway, anyway, it was the most embarrassing. And, and my, so, it, what made it scary though is that if the barium enema failed, they would have to open me up and manually retap reattach. Get my, serious. Yeah. Now. Um, but that wasn't the case. Luckily, the luckily this beautiful woman knew what she was doing. Nice. So your so your most embarrassing that balloon up my butt. Oh man. So your your most embarrassing and your most <laughs> your scariest wrapped into one. That's great that you could snowball and uh, kill two birds with one stone with that. Uh, yeah. With that Did, story. So we are we are running out of time. But Jeremy, yeah. do you wanna do you wanna wrap this up and close it up for us this week? Yeah. So. Again, this is our first episode. I hope you were able to take something from this, learn something from this. Uh, thank you so much for listening. And listen, if you know somebody or you are somebody who is sick or has been sick and you think that you would make a, a great host, please feel free to reach out to us. Uh, did I say host? You're the host. Fuck that shit. I'm the host. <laughs> if you think you'd be a good guest, reach out to us. Let us know. We would love to talk to you. We'd love to hear your story and we'd love to hear what your experience has been like living with a, an illness or a disease or a sickness. And that is it for today. I'm Brian. I'm Taylor. And I'm Jeremy. And this is Sick Boy. For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.